Broadcasting by the sea in sunny San Diego, this is the Ascended Masters at Work show, where we lift the veil of mysticism and reveal ancient secrets brought to earth by the world's greatest spiritual teachers. Here we share real-life stories that change lives and widen our eyes. And now, here is your host and spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. Everybody, good afternoon. Boy, do we have an exciting day today. This is Shirlene, your host, and I'm so excited because you are going to learn a little something about branding. But I think the reality is it's going to be a whole lot. So I hope you got your pen and paper out because we have an amazing woman here that is actually she was raised behind the Iron Curtain in Hungary. Can you believe that? And she is so prominent now. And we just had a, a three-day, what we call a deep dive. And it's actually really a retreat here in Oceanside, which is also in San Diego. And we were working with the Evolutionary Business Council. And we also have the Evolutionary Business Institute. And this lady and I were supporting, I'll tell you, Teresa Degabois. You remember when she was on the show only just a few weeks ago? And we were listening to each person's 30 second pitch. And you know, as this, this prominent, prominent woman was sitting there with me, we were giving practically the same information. And I thought, wow, what amazing synchronicity. I need to have her on the show so all of you can hear her. And, you know, she is so amazing because she came from behind the Iron Curtain at just 20 years old and ended up becoming a nanny and took care of children and a housekeeper while she was here in the United States. And that's her beginning. And wait till you hear who she is today. And you really will know that if she could come from behind the Iron Curtain, you certainly can too step into the shoes that she walks in because we all have our special things that we do and our special talents and hers is definitely branding. I want to introduce to you Juja Novak. Are you there, Juja? Yes, I am, Shirlene. Hi, good to be here. I'm so glad you are here because, you know, you have so much good information and I really want to make sure that we share it to our listeners so that we can make a difference in their lives and so that they're not running around making business cards and flyers and and things that don't even make any sense and you know i've had other people on that know they know so well about their target market and so do you juja you know i mean that's what we were talking about is you have to have an individual target market we can't talk mm. to everybody right that's right that's right that's right so we, when you think about it that way we have to be very careful about making sure that we know exactly who we're talking to. Otherwise, the people we want to work won't hear us. Agreed? Absolutely. Absolutely. You are so right on, Charlene. Um, that's actually one of the key factors in branding and in creating global impact, which is all about having movements and creating and launching movements that matter. So that sort of connection is at the heart of it all. Yes, and the reason that she really knows is because she's a brand strategist and she knows all about color. And, and so, you know, I just had um, someone else come on and talk about branding. And I'd like you to tell us what the next step is after we do our target market, after we've defined the people that we're going to talk to. Because I know your clients have included entrepreneurs, experts, and executives, and you've consulted for multi-million dollar organizations like 
heaven forbid, Warner Brothers and LA Fitness and Neutrogena. Those are really big names. So when you're working with entrepreneurs, I mean, how do you size it down so that they can really make a difference in their business? Um, interestingly enough, and this may be a surprise, no matter whether you're a solopreneur, a small business owner, or a huge organization, in a way, the steps are the same. It is standing out is the exact same process because, as you know, entrepreneurs have a hard time standing out in a saturated online marketplace. You know, they... They learn from internet marketers, they go to seminars, they buy books, they may even have a website and a decent social media presence, but here is what's wrong with that. Each year, it is getting easier and more affordable to get online, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, we actually have roughly 4 billion, and that's with a B, people online. So the problem is not getting online. It's actually distinguishing your online presence. And that always starts with the uniqueness of who you are as an individual or as an organization. Now, how do they determine their uniqueness? How I mean, that's a really good thought. And I always tell them to think about how they could be different from someone else. But what is your advice on how they can become unique and different? Because we hear so much noise on the internet and it's almost impossible to really focus on anything. So what are your suggestions on that? Absolutely. Um, so I talk about star power strategy, and it is partially because of my background in the movie industry. And I, I did have the privilege to work on major blockbuster films like um, the original Matrix back nearly 20 years ago and um, Evita and, and Die Hard and, and others. So the bottom line is that you know, I'm learning to uh, recognize that that distinction, whether it's, again, in a movie, a product, or an individual, that really make them pop, that really make them stand out. And when I talk about star power strategy, I really talk about three different things. So if you are an entrepreneur, you would want to start with these three steps. The first one is sole purpose. And it always starts with our why. I mean, I'm sure, Charlene, you have heard so many presentations and speeches about that, but it is so, so true. You really want to start with your why. What is it that, that moves you and why do you get out of bed excited in the morning? And it's really, really essential that, that your why, that sole purpose, is something so deep that, as I say, you want to make sure that your why makes you cry. It has to be a very deeply seated emotion. The mm -hmm. second part is the distinction factor, so to speak, and I call that shine potential. So that's about your uniqueness. What is unique about you? Like for me, I'm Hungarian. I have a different accent. I look in a different way, even though we are living here in California. I have short, dark hair instead of the long blonde that you usually see, the way I dress, the way I speak, the way I, I position myself is entirely unique. And I would love for every listener to, to recognize that their stories are unique. The way they lived their life is entirely unique. The perspective you have is entirely unique. So that is something essential. And the third and last part is really your starting point. What can you start with so easily, so effortlessly? And, you know, aside from what we also speak about in Shine Potential, your unique gifts and talents and, and life experiences. Um, what are those groups that you can effortlessly connect with? You know, if you're a mom, can you plug into some mom groups? If you belong to a certain uh, religious group, can you go and start sharing your message and your expertise at your church? So that's your starting point. So those are the first three steps when it comes to that uniqueness 
that special thing that helps you stand out, that really launches you onto the scene. Mm, I love those three steps. That's awesome. And I hope all of you wrote them down because they're very, very important. And Zhuja, I know that you were featured as one of the most influential online female entrepreneurs in We Magazine. How did that happen? Thank you. Yes, I was, I was featured in in We Magazine, and I was really honored and and humbled. And again, uh, you know, I would say, kind of connecting it back to branding, that this came from my story. Again, it it came around not just because of of my knowledge of of branding or my background in the corporate world, in the movie industry, or because of my MBA at UCLA. There are so many people that have those accomplishments and some. But what was unique about me, and it wasn't always that way, I learned to lead with my personal story. Um, Instead of, as we so often do in corporate, Mm -hmm. putting up the mask, trying to be perfect, trying to be polished, I decided to share my personal story. I decided to be vulnerable. I decided to talk about the fact that, that I came here at 20 years old with just 20 bucks in my pocket as a maid and a living nanny, and I literally scrubbed my way up in the world. So oh, that. that's, oh, I think, what made me stand out. You know, they, it, it was different. It was definitely different than everybody else's story. Yeah. Can you imagine rubbing yourself up in the world? <laughs> yeah. And you know what the crazy thing is, Charlene, that, you know, growing up in a totalitarian regime and growing up in a communist country, I was so used to having to fit in and blend in and be the same because you had to, you know, I mean, in order to be safe, you just had to be one of the gray mice in the pack. And you know, to my surprise, I actually became an expert at the freedom of, of full expression, which was, you know, something I wasn't sure I would ever experience in my life. Mm. So since you brought that up, how did the universe support you in coming out of from behind the iron curtain and changing your life? What what would you what would your story be around that? Hmm. I would say, <laughs> you know, when when you were born into darkness, you just naturally seek the light. Mm-hmm. You look for something better, something uplifting, something inspirational, something positive. And uh, yes, I mean, today I, I speak internationally. I have amazing clients and I work with incredible organizations. However, it, it wasn't like that. I didn't even know of that world. Um, we were dirt poor, and I essentially grew up with nothing but the the love of, of my parents and my family who supported me from the get-go. So in a way, it was almost an unfair advantage because they believed in me so much. In whatever I, I said I wanted to do, they said, okay, you go do that. You can do whatever you want. And I think having that belief, having that light that shone upon you is incredibly, incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. But you also have to believe, and that was a really big thing for you, was that you believed in how you were guided and took the steps necessary to get where you needed to go, right? Um, yes, I would say so, or, or perhaps I was so naive at age 20 that, you know, I didn't realize the the dangers, but um, I always felt that, that my sole purpose was to put my my unique brilliance in service of, of lighting up the, the universe. And I, I believe to this day, so many, many years later, that that's all of our, our sole purpose. Um, so it was that belief. And then afterwards, yes, absolutely, just trusting my intuition and listening to the signs and taking one step after the other. Mm-hmm. I get it. Boy, I totally get it because that's, that's what I do too. And some people will say, well, why are you doing that? And I'll say, 
because that's what I've been told to do. So that's what I have to do. And a lot of people don't understand that. But that's what I love about the Evolutionary Business Council is that they the, the people in that group do understand. Right? Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's an yeah. incredible group, and I'm so privileged to be part of it. I so loved speaking there this past weekend and, and doing my workshop, mm-hmm. and it was very, very humbling to mm-hmm. speak in front of, of your peers and some people that I looked up to and followed for years. I think I was actually more nervous now than I was when I was on stage in front of 500 people that I didn't know. You know, it just, it, it creates a different a different sense of, of um, excitement as well as a different sense of nervousness. Uh, but it was a wonderful experience. And, and sharing about how to create global impact and and what the framework is for that uh, with people who some of them have already done it in their lives that was extremely moving mm. and and you know you shared the stage with greats like Bob Proctor and Marsha Weeder and Marianne Williamson so I can't even imagine you getting nervous in front of us <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, it's funny, Charlene, I don't know if you experienced that, but a couple of my mentors when I started out about a decade ago said that if you no longer have the butterflies, then you should just stop because then it's not meaningful enough, right? So um, in a way, I always take that as a good sign. I always get, you know, a little bit nervous. I, I feel the butterflies even before, you know, an interview like ours because I just want to make sure that I really serve the audience, that I, I give as much information as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, we have a caller. Are you ready to take a caller on the line? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, so we have J.J. Sawyer calling in with a question, and I just love it when J.J. calls in. She's a regular on the show, and she is phenomenal when it comes to leadership. And uh, J.J., are you there? I am here. I'm so glad you are. Thank you, well, thank welcome you. to the show, and um, you know, uh, you actually attended a networking event with the Evolutionary Business Council. How did you find that? Was oh, that a good one for you? Oh, I thought it was very exciting, especially to be around that many powerful women. Um, I enjoyed every second of it. Um, too bad I didn't get to talk to everybody, but uh, I definitely enjoyed the experience. Yeah, we had a lot of men there, too, so you missed the men. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you know what? I, I, I've been around a lot of male leaders. I'm a leadership coach, and, uh, you know, a lot of leaders are men. But uh, to be in a room with women uh, leaders, that was a new experience for me. And so, yes, I am, that's why I didn't really listen to the men. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, so you have a question. For Zhuzha, what is your question? Well, thank you for taking my question. Um, I know you're talking about branding and, uh, you know, the three things that you talked about, your why and everything, but I do know that you're supposed to come up with some type of 30-second elevator speech, and so I wanted to know what you felt about what do you think makes an an elevator speech Great. Wow, that's a great question, JJ. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, JJ. Thank you for asking. You know, it's so funny because I tend to go against the crowd in general. Again, like having grown up the way I've grown up, I'm completely against systems and and blueprints and formulaic stuff. So. I think that, you know, elevator pitches are scary because elevators in general tend to be scary and usually overstuffed, if you know what I mean. So I believe that, you know, any message, whether it's a 30-second message or an add-on message, has to have an emotional connection. Yes, there is the usual formula for an elevator pitch when we talk about, you know, I am X and I help Y. This is where your target market comes in so that they can do Z. So that's sort of the formulaic thing. 
However, I don't know if you've been in this situation, but I'm sure you have because you've been to a lot of networking events. There's nothing worse when you're talking with somebody, you're having a casual conversation, you're connecting, and you ask what they do, and suddenly they go, I am a financial expert. I help my clients who are entrepreneurs achieve a 300% increase in their bottom line. And I do that. And oh, my God. It's just, you know, they take a deep breath and they launch into this absolutely disconnected, heartless pitch. And that's where, that's where like, they lost you right away, right? So I believe that when you get into the elevator, you should find out who are you riding with, right? Who is your audience? audience. And based on that, you want to speak about what it is you do. You know, when I I speak to entrepreneurs, I often mention that I'm a star power strategist, and I help their brand stand out and shine. But when I go into corporate, I wouldn't say I'm a star power strategist because they, they would die laughing or they would leave the room. So then I'm just saying that, you know, I'm a brand strategist that I help organizations create movements that matter. It's a very different positioning. And both of them are true, but it depends on the audience. So I believe what makes an elevator pitch great is if you realize whether you're inside an elevator or outside of it, you realize who is it that you are talking to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. I think it's really good for networking when you have when you stand up and you only have 30 seconds to say whatever it is you say. But I think it should also be authentic. Don't use you, you so that Absolutely. it actually relates to that group. Yeah, it all, it all starts with that authenticity and, you know, connecting with that. Um, I wanted to mention, because it's such a core part of, of my framework for creating global impact, and th- there are five steps, and it really starts with, with me, because every movement, you know, starts as a little teeny tiny seed. It starts with me, and that's the me part where, again, as I mentioned in the star power strategy, you want to know your uniqueness and what makes you different. And and you want to ask not, you know, how brilliant are you? But the question is really, how are you brilliant? How are you different, right? And the second step after the me is the meaning. And that's partially what you're talking about, Charlene. It's the meaning. It has to have that deep impact on you. I mean, for me, for example, um, you know, freedom is, is, is something that I was crying and fighting for, so I will never take it for granted. So for me to, to help entrepreneurs be their fully expressed self is, is something that moves me to tears, given my background. So that meaning is entirely essential. And that's when, you know, we move into that message, which is exactly relating to your question, JJ, because again, the message, whether it's a 30 second one or an hour long one, it has to feel right. You know, a lot of things have changed in the world, but what has not changed is that we relate to each other through stories. And I feel that especially, you know, in our area or era, I mean, of, of, online communication and the online world, it's, it's even more important than ever that, that we connect, that we, we tell our stories. And yes, you know, the channels may have changed. We're not sitting around the fire anymore, but the essence of it, that need for, for the story has really, you know, remained the same. And it's only after that when we get into the marketing bit, which is about the business part, right? And that's another thing where people feel totally scared and they're like, oh, I don't know marketing. I don't like marketing. But if you simplify it and think of marketing as nothing but a tool that creates connection with your ideal target market and educating your audience about what you do and how you do it, it sort of lightens things up. And um, the fifth and last part is the movement part. And that's when it all goes beyond you and and you let your message really fly and have people in your community really take it further. But I love this question because you really touched on the heart of this emotional connection. So thank you. Mm, Great question, JJ. You know, people are going to have to go back and listen to this recording because there's so many good 
sound bites of information that can really support them in moving their branding forward and their business that, it, you know, you miss it the first time and you can hear more the second time. Wouldn't you agree, JJ? Are you still with oh, us? Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, because, you know, the first law of learning is repetition. So, yes, I right. would definitely say at least two or three times. Do you have another question you'd like to ask, JJ? Well, I I sure can if it's okay. Go right ahead. <laughs> Is that all right with you guys? Yes, yeah, of ahead. course. Ask away, JJ. Okay, here I go. Okay, so so this is another question that comes to my mind, and it is like, how can I, as an individual, create a movement, and is that even possible? Oh, JJ, Great I love you already. Question. I mean, You're that's right. it. Like, we can just start the show right now. I think you are amazing. That's a brilliant, brilliant question. It's a big question, and I'm so glad you asked, and it, it connected perfectly with those five steps. You know, the me, meaning, message, marketing, and movement. And again, as an individual, you would just follow that step. What you want to follow those steps and what you want to be certain about first is that, you know, what is it that you really want to create a movement about? You know, because you have to have that passion, that purpose that will pull you ahead on this road, because I'm not saying it's going to be easy. But if you have the passion, if you have the purpose, you will make it happen. The other thing is that's essential as an individual is to get support and realize that you are not alone because movements actually take, obviously, masses of people for it to be effective. So sometimes, you know, for entrepreneurs and, and leaders, what gets difficult for those of us recovering, driven, type A, perfectionistic control freaks, what gets difficult is letting go of your movement and, again, letting it go beyond you. Now, we have seen so many people, you know, in, in our lives and some through history, right, who created a movement, who were individuals. Um, for example, like Gandhi, right, or, or Mother Teresa or Martin Luther King. And actually with Martin Luther King, the one thing that comes to my mind, and again, about that emotional connection, it's important that you talk about a dream. And Martin Luther King didn't say, I have a plan. He said, I have a dream. I mean, that's what moves us. So when we are creating movements, the crazy thing is that the message gets even more distilled, even more simplified, and even more heart-centered. You notice that, that good leaders always come from the heart because they know that that's what actually creates impact. And again, it's true even for multi-multi-billion dollar organizations. You know, if you think about um, Mac versus PC, I don't know if you remember those commercials where the PC guy was the uptight guy in a suit and the tie. And, and in contrast, now we had the Mac dude who was cool and hip and, and dope, as my 16-year-old son would say. So there is a feeling that's attached to it. People who, who love Starbucks, it, it has become a lifestyle. It's become a movement. Like the Harley Davidson people, I mean, for Christ's sake, they actually like tattoo somebody else's name on their back, things like Harley Davidson. So, I mean, you got so into what that means and what that lifestyle is. And that's how you create that global impact with, with a movement. I mean, it's so funny because what comes to mind that I'm a super health conscious person. I don't even drink soda. But let me tell you, shortly after the elections, I was thinking about Coke and I was thinking, can we can we open some happiness here? Can we can I buy the world a Coke and can we all sing together in perfect harmony? And you know, looking at this the state of the world I still feel that way often. So that's the essence of it all. And I loved this question, JJ. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, oh, that thank was you. really 
awesome how you explained that. And we're going to take a short break and be right back. And then I'm going to tell you what my movement is. I can't wait. And I want to know what Juja thinks about it. Be right back. (laughs) Attention professional authors, coaches, and small business owners. What if you could increase your sales authentically without scripts or the pain of rejection? If you are a realtor, you can make more sales without the fear of being salesy. If you are an entrepreneur, you can eliminate the fear of feeling pushy, get more referrals, and add more money to your bank account with less effort. Welcome to Compel Don't Sell, the art of selling with heart. The next generation in relationship sales brought to you by Maximize Your Wealth Now. The reason that I took this course is because I needed to know how to market and sell in a way that doesn't make me feel bad. Compel Don't Sell totally comes from the heart and connects with people in a way that fits my style and how I would like to approach people. And it gave me the benefit of refining what I think and say about my business in a way that's professional, but still very warm and nurturing. I invested in Sherlene's uh, Compel to Sell sales training program. And I just knew immediately that she was the person that I wanted to work with. The reason I took this course is because I felt like there were a lot of new things that Charlene had to offer that I had not experienced before. That's why I took the class because I wanted to sort of up-level my sales skills. And thank you, Charlene, for this amazing class. If you want to learn how to perfect your sales performance, build your bank account, and connect with more of your favorite clients, enter your contact information, and we'll show you how to use heartfelt sales to connect with more of the right prospects and significantly increase your income. Go to MaximizeYourWealthNow.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Shirlene Reeves, your host on BBS Radio with Zhuja Novak. And we've been talking about branding, for those of you who just joined us. And I promised before the commercial that I talked to you about the movement that I am really pushing on. And that is, you just heard the little commercial that's all about sales and selling with heart rather than feeling pushy and being afraid to ask for the money and feeling that you have the value to share with others. And if we can teach everyone how not to be pushy, it'll be an entirely different world. So my goal is to have a lot of instructors out there teaching how to sell through your heart rather than just using scripts which I absolutely can't stand. What about you, Juja? <laughs> yeah, I hate anything scripted or structured or formal. I, I always feel like I want to bust out of the box. Again, my initial 20 years <laughs> might have had something to do with that. Um, yes. So the bottom line is really that when it comes to it, it's that, that feeling that feeling that we have about what we do, in your case, sales. And Mm -hmm. when we create a message, we essentially connecting beyond boundaries with our ideal clients because with a great story, you really ignite their their intuition, their imagination, and, and their inspiration. So when you create a message, you... One to talk about, if you can imagine this sort of as a 
Venn diagram, right? Two circles that are intersecting. On one side, there's you. Uh, that's where you talk about, you know, your message. You talk about your hero's journey. You know, where did you start, and then where did you end up? And you you talk about what's what's meaningful to you, and and what's your differentiation, like we spoke about it at the beginning, right? And then the other circle is where your tribe is. And you really, really need to know them. Like, you need to know them like you know your best friend. You want to know what, what your client's biggest fears and, and frustrations and, and desires are so that you can speak to that. You can speak their language. You can literally mirror their words. So when they hear you, they say, holy crap, how did Shirley know that? How does she know that those are the, the, the fears that keep me up at night? Right? Mm-hmm. So that's what creates that connection. Yes. Yes. And I think there's so many people out there that are so afraid of sales. And there's really nothing to be afraid of if you build relationship first. And Absolutely. you hear from a lot of different people, but you don't really learn how to do it. And that's why I'm on a mission to support all the entrepreneurs, the authors, and the trainers out there so that they know how to speak to their perfect clients and they know what their clients are looking for. Makes sense, doesn't it? It makes total sense and it's so wonderful and it's so needed in the world. So I, I couldn't be happier for you. And, and, you know, Shirley, it's kind of like I mentioned it with marketing. I think it's, it's freaking intimidating words. Sales is the same way, but Uh Truth to be told, once you realize that you're just trying to connect with people, I think you can take a deeper breath and relax about it. And truth to be told, when you see great copy, if you're reading online, great copy really captures your, your client's hearts. It doesn't talk about the specifics of your package or the, the just the price point and, and what they get. Yes, you want to mention their results and what they're going to learn, but you also want to talk about how you're going to make them feel. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just actually remembered a specific example with a client. Do you mind if I share that with you real quick? Sure, please do. It is actually a really good one, and I cannot mention the name of the client because he's a lawyer, and that's what happens when you when you work with lawyers and financial institutions. But I had this client roughly eight years ago, and he was a divorce lawyer. He had a fancy schmancy sparkly website that was like the typical divorce lawyer websites that said, we are Smith & Smith, we got licensed in whatever year, our offices are in New York here and there and the other, and we are representatives of divorce law. So if you are in the midst of a divorce or you're thinking about divorcing, call us at this number. Well, it was about as moving as a ton of bricks, right? So when I started working with him, I said, "What? Like, why did you want to be a lawyer? And Usually what happens, the more educated we are, the more we are in the box. So he said, well, you know, I became a lawyer because my, my father is a lawyer and my grandfather is a lawyer. I said, well, that's great, but I don't care. But why? Well, it's because I got into Harvard Law School. I'm like, that's wonderful. And I don't care. But if you think back, why? What was that moment when you decided that you're going to be a lawyer? And he was quiet for a few minutes and, and suddenly he was getting teary-eyed. And I said, well, that, that. What is that? Tell me what you're thinking. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's not really. I said, come on. Why don't you share it with me? He was like, well, it's very personal. And then he shared that when he was eight years old, his parents went through a divorce. And he said that it was the most heart-wrenching thing he has ever experienced. And he was scared to have his friends over. There were no more play dates. There were no more sleepovers because he was embarrassed when the fights would break out and plates might be thrown. And he loved both his parents. Poor kid was totally torn. So I said, okay, great. That's what we're going to talk about. And he was like, no, 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 no. I I cannot do that. I said, well, we're going to leave out the throwing plates part. But that's what we want to capture in the message. And indeed, that's what happened. So on his website currently, instead of the dry, sawdust kind of boring message, it talks about the fact that, you know, when I was eight years old, my parents got divorced and I was so heartbroken that I decided that nobody should ever go through this pain. 
we are divorce lawyers. We make sure that your divorce is going to be smooth and an easy experience. But more than anything, we will make sure that it's going to be a harmonious experience against all odds for everybody in your family, including your children. And Oh my God, Charlene! I mean, you're you're the sales expert. What do you think happened? Yeah, well, that's the big why, and anybody exactly. who is feeling that same kind of big why will resonate with them instantly. That's phenomenal. Absolutely, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So they actually tripled the revenue in a year. I mean, it was insane. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. I want to bring Christina on the line. Um, Christina, are you there on line two? Yes. Hello, I'm oh, here. Oh, good. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, I Thank you for that story. I, I just wanted to um, uh, ask the following question. What are some of the key branding mistakes to avoid as a new entrepreneur? Mm, good question. Yeah, that, that is a brilliant question. I think that as a new entrepreneur, um, you're so so fresh and optimistic and, and full of hope. Uh, you want to make sure, number one, that you surround yourself with people who buy into your dream. You don't have to be Martin Luther King to have people buy into your dream. You definitely also must have some kind of a support system. Um, the only caveat I got to mention that oftentimes family members and those closest to you that, that, you know, are all around you and, and hoping that you're not going to fail and want to protect you, they are usually not the support system that you need because they want to keep you safe. So they say, oh, don't do that. Like, oh, my God, that's scary. But what if, you know, that's not going to work out? And, and they're not trying to be mean. I mean, they're they doing it because they mean well, but it ends up backfiring. So having that support group, like in our case with, with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council, other entrepreneurs and peers and mentors, that is absolutely essential. And from the branding perspective, I believe it's key that you don't compare yourself to others, that you really dare to be who you are and shine your light in a way only you can. Because let me tell you, nothing is more frustrating as a brand strategist than when I go online and certain other branding people brand everybody the same way. I mean, surely I'm sure you have some of those Facebook friends and, and those female entrepreneurs when Absolutely. about a handful of years ago, you know, that divine diva sort of movement uh -huh. started. Oh, my God. Like, I would go it's on like websites and everybody would be in a ball gun with bangles jumping in front of the ocean. I mean, that was the picture for a huge group of women. I mean, the only thing that changed was the color of the guns. But regardless of whether they were lawyers or financial experts or salespeople or marketing experts, they all had the same look. So I feel that you want to break away from the mold, even if it is scary first, with the branding and even with the messaging. Take a unique position and, and dare to stand in that. Even, you know, the other example that comes to mind, Christina, is the, the mommy blogs, right? And, and being a mom, being a mom of a 16-year-old and a 14-and-a-half-year-old, I'm well beyond those, those years of, of, you know, initial uh, confusion and, and frustration and sleeplessness. But it was right around that time when my kids were toddlers that those mommy blogs were super popular. And very, very, very quickly, the market saturated. I mean, if I saw one more blog that was talking about the bliss of motherhood, and you saw all these moms sitting with their babies, looking down on them like Maria Magdalena, and it was beautiful. But then finally... You know, someone figured out, like, hey, you know, this is all good and dandy, but let's talk about what's real. So that's when we started seeing those first, like, Bad Mommy blogs. I think, actually, it was even called Bad Mommy. It was about 10 years ago or so when somebody said, hey, you know what? Some people may be sitting there, you know, in a beautiful dress looking down their kids, but it's 3 p.m. I haven't taken a shower. I've been thrown up on. I've been peed on. And, you know, this is just an average day. So there you go. So what do we do with motherhood? when it is frustrating and annoying. And then I haven't even mentioned my husband, who also wants my attention. You know, so I think 
there is, again, a lot to be said for being real. So even as a new entrepreneur, dare to be all of who you are and be your fully expressed self. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for asking that question. I loved it. Um, Yeah, perfect answer. And we have Debbie on the line, too, from L.A. Are you there, Debbie? Do you have a question for Zhuzha? Yes, I am. And yes, I do. Hi. 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 Thank you for everything you've been sharing. I really appreciate it. And I do have a question because I know... You know, in various industries um, across the board, like branding's changed a lot even in the last decade. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, are there, are there things, strategies that are still going forward, they still hold true and remain the same that we should be looking at to brand ourselves and our businesses? Yes, that's a brilliant question. Um, yes, thank you for asking that, Debbie. The the truth is that, indeed, the world has changed. The branding world has changed a lot in the past 10 years, and certain things are the same. But interestingly enough, it sort of connects to the previous question to a degree. Branding has become much more authentic and real. And, of course, your brand elements need to line up, even in visual branding. You know, you want to know the kind of colors and what emotional impact certain colors have and and the font that you will end up, you know, using on your website or in print. Those are important and they still need to be connected to who you are, who you serve, and how you make a difference in the world. So there is a certain sense of alignment. So that is for sure. And with that said, I feel that more and more brands, um, again, go against the grain, and even big, big, big companies are starting to push buttons. You know, so, for example, I don't know if you remember um, Always, uh, the feminine pad brand, right? Always, when yeah. they started uh-huh. that campaign, Fight Like a Girl, how awesome was that? I mean, I was sitting in front of my laptop weeping. So this whole notion of, like, fight like a girl. So I think that whether you are a big organization, like always, or the other one is Dove that comes to mind, who had these awesome, awesome commercials about being beautiful, that you're beautiful as you are. They started with some print ads of of women of all different shapes and sizes. And then there was that great commercial when somebody from forensic comes in and draws a picture of how they see the person. And then the person describes herself. And then another person draws a picture. And the difference is just tremendous because women sadly didn't see their their true beauty so again dove to elevate their message beyond soap and beyond shampoo and take that on into the level of female empowerment i think that's amazing and and as entrepreneurs we need to do that more we need to uh, think of social impact and i think the more we attach our brands to these global, worldwide issues, the better, no matter what it is that you do. Mm, that was an do you mind if I answer. ask you one more question? Do you have time for me to ask a quick question? Sure. Sure. So this is such good content, and I, I'd love to get the most I can out of all your sharing. So you may not remember, but I'm somebody who was a client of yours about four years ago, and my business has changed so much since we worked together, and you showed me a lot of things I never would have seen when I worked with you about who I was oh, and how to have that continuity. You. So back then it was like dare to dream and everything should be kept connected to the dare and also this sort of kind of fun, rough rock image but I've changed so much, and I'm much more of a visibility expert out in the world. So how mm. can I take everything I implemented that you taught me then? How, can I, how does someone do an update, I guess is what I'm saying, a revamp of who they're, they've become? Ooh. What are your suggestions? 
That's a good one. I, I, I totally remember. I, I actually now remember, like, I was talking, like, you have to talk more about the fact that you're such a rock star and just such a badass. Like, you need to give it some edge, right? And with any brand refresh, and I, I'm doing a brand refresh for myself, too. I mean, I started out with a brand that was called Bliss Biz how to live your bliss through your business. And then it moved into star power, right? So any brand refresh is always about what is true for you. How have you evolved, right? And it's funny because sometimes when I work with clients, they say, oh, you know, we work together and I'm really hoping this is going to last for me for 10 years, this messaging and this this website and all that. And I always say like, well, I, I really hope it won't because if it lasts 10 years, it means that you are not growing, you are not evolving, right? So in your case, I would say, what else has been meaningful to you for these past couple of years? And it could be something totally unrelated. I mean, here we are on Charlene's show, so let's talk about spirituality. I mean, that's something tremendous, and that's not something that we would normally connect with visibility. However, I'm sure there would be a brilliant way to tie your spirituality and the way you use your intuition into how you help your clients stand out and be visible and be brilliant across all media or create a best-selling book campaign, right? So they have a guaranteed best-selling book. So you can bring in those angles and with that, give it even more dimension. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm not sure about, I mean, I'm very spiritual. I'm not sure about the spirituality for me. But absolutely, I, and I love the fact that you said uh, your client asked you about, I hope this lasts for 10 years, and you said, I hope it doesn't. It really yeah. speaks to the human condition and how much you change. But um, sounds like another session with you, too, to really flesh this out with <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, definitely another session. Uh, you know, because uh, Zhuja sees things so differently and when we're in it, it's really hard to see the big picture of who we can become unless yes. you have an expert coach, right? Jusha? Oh my God! I mean, it's honestly different. you just you just nailed it on the head. Like mm-hmm. that is key, and it's key for everybody. By the way, it's 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 true for me too. You know, the reason why I invested six figures in in various coaches and mentors because we simply don't have the perspectives. You know, I mean, you don't see yourself from the outside. You don't see yourself from from a far enough distance to be objective. And plus, of course, we have these little voices in our head, right? The the critical voice and the judging voice and the who are you to do this voice. Uh, and that completely poisons that entire entire view and that entire vision of who you are. And it's funny, Shirley, that you mentioned that because I actually – developed an awesome, free, and and very fun and fabulous quiz that is all about that. It was after a session with a client of mine, Carlos, who couldn't see how amazing he was, you know, and and during one breakthrough session, I asked him to talk about himself as if he were his own best friend, and Mm -hmm. suddenly the story changed drastically. I mean, it was incredible. And at the end, again, given probably my, my movie industry background, I said, see, you have freaking Han Solo, so stop putting yourself down. And that gave me the idea to, to create this little quiz. Um, it was a couple of years later that it came to life, but I worked six months on it, and my team was amazing and supported me in it so much. And um, for any of your listeners, actually, if – you know, uh, they would like to find out how they were meant to light up our universe in in their own unique way. I would love to invite them to go to starpowerU.com and maybe surely enough to the show you can plug in that that little link. But it's starpowerU, Y-O-U, and it's essentially okay. something that puts the Hollywood spotlight on you, and you can find out what movie character you are. Oh, fun. <laughs> it is super fun. That's I can't really wait to hear fun. who you are, Shirley. You're going to have to share with me. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm out there as a media expert also. And um, 
I work with people who really want to learn how to sell and develop the programs that they want to sell. And then they get in front of the camera and start doing video for their database. And that way, somebody here, everybody in their database hears from them every week. And even mm. if that video doesn't get opened, they still see their name in the subject line. Have you ever noticed that? You yep. go, oh yeah, I don't have time to see that, but I see Charlene is there. Then yep. I know I could go back to it if I just pull her name up, and then I could watch every one of her videos all at once. And they're mm. also linked on YouTube to what I, I call a blog link. So mm -hmm. every uh, different one that I've done over the weeks comes up and some people just get stuck in them and they say, I saw so many videos because I have over 400 on the Whoa. site now. That's yes. awesome. That's so great. I love it. Video is everything. The more people get a feel for who you are, the better. You know, obviously, mm -hmm. in-person is ideal because just looking into somebody's eyes and feeling their energy is, is something that's impossible to replicate, right? But video absolutely is the next best thing, and I love it that you're so committed and you're doing it on a regular basis. And, of course, then comes the audio aspect and, and having a show and with somebody, you know, as amazing and charismatic and, and bringing on such incredible guests that I honestly feel very humbled to be in this company. And I feel really honored that you asked me to be on your show. But in your case, even, even the audio content shines because you put so much mm -hmm. of who you are into it and you have the talent to, to bring the uniqueness out of your guests. So I love it. Well, and I love having the guests that I have on every week, too, because I get to learn things. It's like free coaching. And that's what I tell my whole community. Listen to the show. It's all free coaching. You can't miss. Yeah, <laughs> Because, like you say, there's so many powerful people that we've had on the show that, you know, they're, they're very, very expensive if you want to pay them as a coach. And, Juja, mm -hmm. I've noticed how the higher up we go, the more we pay for a coach. Have you noticed that? Of course. <laughs> yes, that's how it is. But, you know, the cool thing is that I think the higher up we go and the more we pay, though, the, the higher quality coaches and mentors we get, number one, as well as the more... I think advanced we are and the more tuned in we are with ourselves as well as others. So I think the more golden nuggets we take out from those coaching sessions, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you're surrounded by members of the Evolutionary Business Council, it's even better, right? Yes, <laughs> for sure. Amen to that. Yes. Well, we've come to the end of our show today. And uh, Juja, I just want to give you an opportunity to give us a final thought, a takeaway. And then also, if you would give your website again, so they can go take that awesome quiz. Okay, great. So I will start with that. <laughs> so okay. the website address, again, is Star Power U. Star Power So Star It's a very short quiz. It will take two minutes. There are 20 quick questions and you will get an awesome PDF, a two to three page PDF describing your unique brilliance. It's, it's really fun. I'm very proud of it. So that's the first bit. And um, the last, you know, parting thoughts, it's so, so difficult, but I feel that, you know, we are, we are all stars. We all have our unique constellation of of gifts and talents and and life experiences and i truly believe that that the brilliance of one star doesn't take away from that of another because especially these days when we see this apocalyptic weather and all the craziness going on internationally we must realize that we all need to dare to stand out and and shine so that would be, I think, my my parting thought that that all of you are stars and you really are a star and the world needs your unique brilliance. So really shine and make our world a brighter place. Wonderful, Juja. Thank you so much for leaving us with that thought. That is so beautiful because you all are stars 
And I love our audience when you write in and talk to me about what it is you want to hear, what you want to learn, and some ideas for the knowledge that's needed for your next step. So thank you, Zuzia Novak. Be sure to thank follow. Thank you so much, Shalene. I really appreciate the invitation I had. So much fun sharing with you and with your audience, and I'm honored. Thank well, you again. I definitely. So, everybody, that wraps it up for this week. We will be together again next week at 2 p.m. on Thursday. This is Shirlene Reeves, your host, and I want to tell you, my book is about to be launched called Selling Through Your Heart, Empowering You to Build Relationships for financial freedom. See you next week. I look forward to sharing our next guest with you and have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us on the Ascended Masters at Work show with spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. We hope you found our message enlightening in a way that will change your everyday interactions in work and play. Share the love. Pass on our web address, ascendedmastersatwork.com, and if you have a great story to share, we'd love to have you on the show. This has been a Massive Visibility Media Production. Join us next week for the Ascended Masters at Work show. And while remembering the words of the late Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. We say Namaste. Namaste.